Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about baggage. And we're, we're talking about emotional baggage here. And what occurs before emotional baggage develops. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So let's start talking about emotional baggage. First of all, we all at times have emotional baggage that we need to deal with. But before there is emotional baggage, there is what I would call life lessons learned and experiences put in a a nice tidy backpack that we always have with us and that we deal with. But sometimes these life lessons learned and life experiences start to overflow outside of the backpack because we're not managing these things well and they become emotional baggage. Emotional baggage isn't that uh, bad if you can manage that and get it nicely back into the backpack so you can carry the load much easier. And as I said, we all carry emotional baggage. Of course, this can manifest differently for each of us. Some of us carry more baggage of pain and bitterness, while some of us just have one tiny bag. When I was younger, I always thought that emotional baggage was a bad thing. But later on, I realized that That's not necessarily true. Being alive means having the capacity to carry and manage past experiences and learning from them, which is a healthy and necessary behavioral pattern. But there's a point when this baggage becomes too much that it can have a, a devastating impact on our relationships. One of them is the inability to become emotionally available. Carrying too much emotional baggage can literally stop us from being open to new experiences, intimacy, and growth. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you've had emotional baggage. Some of you have let that emotional baggage get way out of hand. Don't worry. Dealing with emotional baggage is actually not that complicated if you're prepared to face it head on. So in this podcast, we'll be exploring what emotional baggage is, signs it's sabotaging your relationships, and how to unload that emotional baggage into a manageable backpack so you can start nurturing healthy relationships in your life. So 
what is emotional baggage? We've sort of talked about it just a wee bit. Uh, so let's dive a little deeper into this. Emotional or psychological baggage is a collective term for any unresolved turmoil caused by life experience, hard lessons learned, uh, any negative experience from the past. Having emotional baggage from past relationships is extremely normal, right? Our emotional baggage teaches us many things from helping us manage expectations, discovering what we want in life and relationships, and teaching us how to cope slash manage with pain and rejection. But the problem most people have is not that they have emotional baggage. Everyone has them. The problem is that they let that baggage rule their lives and it becomes very unruly, very unmanageable. The issue we all have then is that we don't know how to unload this emotional luggage. And instead, we let it seep into every corner of our lives. Carrying a heavy emotional piece of baggage has some clear negative consequences. In fact, one study shows that having emotional baggage stops people from creating a positive lifestyle change. According to the study, behavioral change can be hard to perform as psychological distress from life baggage can influence the ability to change. So how do we handle or stop or manage this from happening? For me, it's the way we choose to handle our emotional baggage that makes the difference. We have the choice to let it define us or to let it go and move forward. If your choice is the latter, then you've come to the right place. Emotional baggage probably has the biggest effect on our romantic relationships. Nothing else brings out our worse demons than by being vulnerable in love. So what happens if you have this emotional baggage that's really overflowing? There is some emotional distance that develops. Emotional distance is one of the most glaring signs of emotional baggage in a relationship. A strong emotional bond is an essential pillar of a healthy relationship. It is linked to intimacy and the the ability to enjoy and share things together as a couple. However, unresolved emotional baggage can stop you from being ex- from being e- experiencing real intimacy with someone. You can build up walls and defense mechanisms that might make it impossible to nurture deep 
and long-lasting relationships with anyone. If you've been told you're too closed off or you're hard to read, it's a clear sign you have some emotional baggage that you need to manage. Also, commitment issues start surfacing if your emotional baggage is overflowing. Do you have a hard time committing yourself to someone? Commitment issues actually involve more than just the romantic area of your life. Perhaps it's also hard for you to commit to work, a, a place, or anything that requires you to put down roots. When it comes to relationships, commitment issues might be caused by attachment insecurity which is an attachment style centered in fear. If this is the case, it can manifest itself in three ways. Number one, fearful avoidant. Wanting a relationship, but having a constant fear that you might get hurt. Two, dismissive avoidant. Not wanting to depend on anyone or share true intimacy. And number three, anxious, preoccupied. Constant anxiety about being abandoned and having a low sense of worth. So, another thing that happens from this emotional baggage overload, serial dating. A serial dater is someone who treats relationships like monkey bars, transferring from one relationship to the next with very little time in between. They are never single and can't hold long-term relationships. Emotional baggage can sometimes lead to a fear of being alone. Past romantic rejection or childhood trauma can lead people to avoid facing their problems. Instead, they distract themselves by serial dating and never truly committing to any one relationship that requires opening their wounds. Another thing that surfaces with emotional baggage not being managed well, paranoia. One of the worst signs of deep emotional baggage is having paranoia that every relationship will lead to pain or being left alone. Everybody has fears of being left by someone they love. It's normal to feel vulnerable when you give your heart to someone. However, emotional baggage can lead you to believe that no one is trustworthy enough to truly love you. As a result, you might self-sabotage your own relationships. You might even drive away any potential or of a meaningful relationship before it even begins. Another thing, projection. Most of us carry our own securities to any new relationship. That's part of being human. However, emotional baggage can sometimes make us project our own assumptions to our partners. 
according to therapist and relationship coach Monica Hoyt, projection is the tendency to disown the qualities we don't like about ourselves and see them in others is projection. In this case, projection is perhaps the most damaging behavior that leads to toxic and unhealthy relationship dynamics. When you project your insecurities to your partner, you create blame games, distrust, and a serious miscommunication that can prevent you from ever developing a happy relationship. Another thing that happens is what we call comparison. Comparing past relationships to your new one could be understandable. It makes sense. Someone else is filling the role of your ex. So a little comparison is natural. However, you might be carrying emotional baggage from your previous relationship if you're constantly comparing your new partner to your ex. The problem According to relationship and dating expert Jonathan Bennett, being constantly compared to an ex can create a lot of unnecessary stress and anxiety. People want to be accepted and loved as is in a relationship and not always feeling like they have to measure up to another person from the past. So, let's talk about the different types of baggage. Now that you know whether or not you're carrying a heavy burden in your life, it's time to uncover the cause behind it. I'm going to just discuss six types of emotional baggage and how you can let it go or make it more manageable, how you can manage it into that nice lessons learned Life experiences backpack. One thing that uh, is a type of emotional baggage is dysfunctional family. Wouldn't anyone want a perfect childhood? Unfortunately, more than two-thirds of children grow up in a non-traditional family environment. This means that a lot of us walk around in life carrying deep emotional wounds from our traumatic childhood and are unable to manage it. Of course, we all have different experiences and some might have it worse than others, but even for me, whose parents are nothing short of loving and attentive, I still can't deny that their turbulent marriage and emotional distress didn't add a heavy load on my emotional backpack. So if you come from a dysfunctional or abusive home, you might be dealing with psychological issues from your childhood. This can affect the way you see and handle romantic relationships, which can cause things like codependency, insecurity, abandonment and trust issues, emotional unavailability, and commitment issues. So how can you deal with this type of emotional baggage? According to author Peg Streep, there's only one way to heal from the wounds of a dysfunctional family. Let go. 
I know it's never easy to let go when it comes to the people who are supposed to love and care for you. And it also doesn't necessarily mean you have to cut ties with them. Sometimes it just means letting go of what you can't control and focusing on how you react. So, the second type of baggage is fear. Fear is one of the most primal human emotions. It triggers our survival instincts, our biological fight-or-flight response. So technically, being afraid is nothing to worry about. But when we fail to heal from a traumatic experience, fear can become the enemy. Unprocessed fear becomes a constant companion which can affect or limit you regularly. You become unreasonably frightened or getting of getting hurt that you deliberately avoid certain situations at the cost of your happiness or well-being. If you're not careful, this can lead to anxiety disorders or even turn into a phobia. Third thing. Let's go back how to deal with this type of emotional baggage. When it comes to overcoming fear, exposure is the key. And I'm not saying you should blindly jump on the next relationship that comes your way. I mean, being present with your fear, even if it means taking it one step at a time. Try putting yourself out there mindfully. Open yourself up a bit more than you usually do and be more open to intimacy. Third type of baggage, guilt. Like fear, guilt has a purpose. It's a corrector, a moral compass. When we feel guilty, we regret the mistakes we did and it makes us want to correct it. Guilt is also useful because it causes self-reflection and rumination. However, guilt can be a very evil emotion. It can make you imagine things that aren't really there. In relationships, this means having a constant fear that you're always disappointing your partner or that you're not living up to expectations. How to deal with it? Try to remember that imaginary guilt is just that. It's imaginary. Before you start doing things out of guilt, check in with yourself. Are your emotions real or are you jumping to conclusions? Fourth type of baggage, regret. Nothing else makes you live in the past quite like regret, if only, are two of the dangerous words that can make you blind and stop you from living your life in the moment. In relationships, here are the most common scenarios that happen when you have regret as emotional baggage. Number one, you idealize a past relationship that you are unable to be emotionally available to anyone else. Two, you stay in a current relationship because you are afraid you will get regret leaving it, even when it has become toxic. Three, you've regretted choosing a relationship over a major life decision, so you become afraid of commitment. 
How are you going to deal with this type of emotional baggage? The best thing you can do to deal with regret is to accept that you cannot undo the past. Fifth type of baggage, anger. Anger is perhaps the most easily identifiable emotional baggage. When we get rejected or hurt by someone in the past, we tend to carry that resentment with us. Ironically, anger is also the most difficult emotional baggage to let go of. When we carry anger with us, we stop ourselves from seeing the joy in any new relationship. This resentment can also be bottled up and we can take it out on the people we love most. If you keep anger as baggage in your life, you will keep happiness and love at bay until you learn how to let it go. So how do you deal with this type of emotional baggage? Anger is often labeled as a toxic emotion, but that's only because many of us don't know how to handle anger properly. When you know how to manage your anger effectively, it can be a great motivator for positive change. Anger is actually a useful emotion. Anger can give us the energy to take action, breaking through our limitations. And the last type of baggage is negativity. Are you always expecting the worst in life and in people? You might think that by seeing the world negatively, you'll protect yourself from hurt and unmet expectations. But you're wrong. Constant negative thinking is not only harmful to you, but also to the people you love. Negativity can lead to cynicism, whining, discontent, and perfectionism. In intimate relationships, this can form toxic behaviors and create unnecessary conflict between you and your partner. How do you deal with this? It's simple. Be mindful every time you catch yourself being negative. It will help you rewire your brain against negative thinking. Each time you catch yourself thinking negatively about yourself or other people or circumstances, stop. Turn your thoughts around. You'll be amazed once you start paying attention how much negative thinking you do. At first, it takes effort. Then it just becomes who you are, your natural way of thinking. The only way way to deal with emotional baggage is to face it head on. Carrying emotional baggage is heavy and draining, not only in your romantic life, but in all aspects as well. It is an insidious disease that worms its way into every area of your life, stopping you from achieving real happiness. I know it is terrifying to face your worst demons. You will never be as vulnerable as when you are unpacking the deepest wounds you carry. It might be easier to ignore them, yes. And you can live your whole life keeping them in the back burner. But will you be able to live a full and happy life? This is real life.
I'm Lisa. Stay well.